Welcome to Fresh Takes on the Future of Work. We are focused on fresh perspectives from business and HR leaders about the future of work. FRESH is an acronym for freedom, resourcefulness, empathy, simplicity, and happiness. Values core to operating in the future of work. We'll tie back to these while exploring interesting stories and actionable ideas. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jess Pagoni, co-founder and CEO of Luna, a technology for the modern employer, enabling flexibility and choice as employees' needs evolve. Bottom line, we create alignment between work and life to attract, engage, and retain top talent in today's competitive market. In honor of National Small Business Week here in the U.S., I wanted to take a few minutes today to talk about how small business is faring, especially during the Great Resignation, who small business really is, their greater impact on our economy, and how they are staying fresh. So first off, what is a small business? The Small Business Association defines a small business as a company having fewer than 500 employees. I have to say, this sort of surprised me because when I think of small business, I'm often thinking of mom and pop businesses, but up to 500 employees is a pretty sizable organization still considered a small business. As of 2021, there were 32.5 million small businesses in the U.S making up about 99.9% of all business, which is a wild statistic. So small business, companies less than 500 people are 99.9% of all business. But what does this look like for the workforce? Well, about 47.1% of U.S. workers are employed by a small business, totaling around 60.6 million people. So small business and their economic health have a huge impact, not just on their people and communities, but on the American workforce as a whole. Despite their abundance, are small businesses thriving? While small businesses can be a powerhouse of both local and national economics, they do face many challenges that corporations usually do not. Often, they are short on funding, capital, human resources. Small business owners and their employees tend to work longer hours and earn less income. When disruptions come along, many small businesses can falter. And there's no question that the last two years, there have been plenty of disruptions. In 2020, Yelp released their economic impact report, which revealed that 60% of small businesses closed during the pandemic. Those that remained open certainly had to be extra resourceful to weather the storm. Soon enough, many companies began to find their footing again, yet the great resignation also began rolling through the workforce. Millions of workers began to quit, predominantly through 2021, to the tune of roughly three to four million people per month, and it hasn't stopped. In 2021 alone, almost 48 million people quit their job. But the Great Resignation wasn't done, and neither were workers' frustrations. In January of 2022, almost 4.3 million people quit, 
according to the U.S. Department of Labor JOLTS report. This is a heated topic, as you can imagine. Employees and employers claim different reasons as to why this is all happening. We could dedicate an entire episode to where this movement stems from, but for the purpose of today's episode, I do want to share quickly that it is not because people don't want to work anymore that they are quitting their jobs. This great resignation has also been a time of great reflection. People are thinking about how they spend their time and they're making changes as a result of it. During the pandemic, productivity levels rose across the board. People worked longer hours and at the same time, inflation has skyrocketed. So unfortunately, wages for Americans have barely budged. So we're working more hours for the same wages as before. In what Gallup is calling the great discontent and ZipRecruiter, the great reshuffle, workers are seeking out other fields or positions for higher pay, flexible hours, and hybrid work environments. The 2019 standards of work don't cut it in 2022. It is safe to say the world has changed And employees are really speaking with their feet. They are walking out of one company and into another one that's offering the combination of purpose and flexibility and pay that is important and meaningful for them in their particular situation. So workers are demanding more from their workplaces and companies are trying to catch up to be able to recruit and retain top talent. They really need to be listening to what employees want and need. And why? Because I think we can all safely say replacing a new employee can be extremely time intensive for small business, even crippling to an extent. In 2019, Gallup found that replacing an employee can cost an organization anywhere from half to two times that employee's salary. Additionally, Sherm discovered that the average onboarding cost for new employees is around $4,000. Simply put, keeping your best talent is in your best interest as an employer. But for small businesses with tight budgets and less flexibility, how is this impacting them? Losing a valuable employee may, again, as I said, be somewhat crippling to the organization. One person can be a critical piece in the overall workflow. So how is small business surviving all of this change and the great resignation, the great reshuffle, the great reflection, whichever word you choose to use? As we're still in Q2 of 2022, we'll need more time to pass to see how things are truly going to shake out. However, we do know how small businesses trended in 2020 and 2021 during the pandemic and great resignation. As mentioned, Yelp found that 60% of small businesses closed during the pandemic. In that same time, however, 4.4 million new businesses were created in 2020, according to the Census Bureau. This is an almost 25% increase from 2019. So 25% more new companies were created than from the year prior. And I think this really speaks directly to the concept of freedom, people thinking about how they want to do things differently, or maybe taking the pandemic as an opportunity to do
do their own thing, create their own business, something maybe perhaps they'd been thinking about for some time. Google found that in the first six months of the pandemic, the search term, how to start a small business, skyrocketed by 124%. And just like the Great Resignation, the small business trend didn't stop. In 2021, 53% of those who quit their jobs changed fields or occupation. While not everyone became an entrepreneur, many did. Again, this comes back to the freedom people looking for meaning, for purpose, and for that flexibility that supports their work and their life. From the latter half of 2020 to May of 2021, new business applications broke records, according to the National Bureau of Economic Research. In fact, the number of applications broke the highest record since 2004. All of this is incredibly fascinating, and I think a reminder that small business is this critical component of our overall economy. Again, 99.9% of all businesses are small businesses. It's just important for us in this week as we celebrate small businesses to reflect on how do we support them? How do we help them? And if you are a small business leader, like I myself am, I, I run a technology company that would be considered less than 500 people. So I am a small business as well. And so the question is, is the great resignation helping or hurting small business? And I think the answer here is yes and no. People quitting has most definitely been a challenge and harmed some companies. I would say here, especially in the hospitality industry, there has been a significant shift in staffing and in the ability to attract and retain talent. We heard about that a lot from our episode with Christine Condra of Cornerstone, where she talked about their approach to retaining talent through the pandemic transition. Before we close, I have a few more thoughts for small businesses as we continue to navigate the future of work right now. My first suggestion is to prioritize the manager-employee dynamic. Invest in managers who demonstrate empathy train them to listen to what their people need to be successful. Second suggestion would be if you're a small business owner and you manage everyone, invest one-on-one time regularly with your team. It's simple to do with a high ROI that begins with employee happiness. The Fresh Takes episode number 14 with Jesse Browning She highlights a few great ideas for how small business owners can create a people-first environment. Check it out. Don't be afraid to get creative. Policies and standards are often created out of fear. Rethink what's possible for you and your employees and do what's best for you and your team, not what you think you should do or whatever some norm is that's been created. Remember that as people, we are always evolving. Life needs and priorities are changing all the time. Keep a connection with your team. And that means that they know you'll be there to support their needs so they can support your companies. And if you're an employee debating, staying or leaving a company where you currently work, perhaps a small business, I challenge you to reflect on the why. Is there a solvable way for you to stay? Speak up and ask for what you need. What's the worst that can happen? 
typically, it's not as bad as we think. So go for it. That's all I have for today. Thank you to all the small businesses making it happen every single day. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's show. Don't forget to stay fresh.